0: This week on Deep Space Pride, a gay Star Trek podcast, we talk about the latest Lower Decks episode, Mining the Mind's Minds. That's a tongue twister. And uh, we talk about some other things that we're watching since there's not a whole lot of news since Star Trek Day. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Johnson. Hey, Mike. Happy Wednesday. How are you doing today? Happy Wednesday. I am doing okay. How are you doing? I am not too bad for midweek. I'm glad that we are getting over the hump, as they say, and moving towards Friday, which will be nice. Yeah. Yeah, this week needs to
1: end. I'm ready for it to be over.
0: I think we were ready for it to be over on Monday, actually.
1: Really? That's right. And I'm ready for retirement in general.
0: But here we are. Here we are. Working and podcasting and uh, suffering technical challenges. For some reason, my internet wants to act up whenever we go
1: to record. I have no idea why. Well, it is worse when you do have a door closed. So this is an improvement. But yeah,
0: the door is wide open. You know, it's um, I have no idea.
1: Like, yeah, when we did our interviews with Will Wheaton and Dr. Sam, I feel that you had your door closed because that was those were both really bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me of all the bad times you have had. That that's yes, great. but they're also
1: good times. The bad times are and there, the good times. Are there yes. are there good yes. times? Yes. yes. All should be celebrated. <laughs> all should be celebrated. Yes. yes.
0: uh not a lot, not a lot of things
1: to talk about this week, really. It's been well. I mean, we've been watching other shit other than Star Trek because there's not much in terms of Star Trek news.
0: Yeah, and once you you know once you watch a thirty minute episode of Lower Decks, you're like kind of done with Star Trek for the most part. Although I did pick up uh, Star Trek Four Hundred, which has um, the comic, which is um, got a bunch of stories in it. I have not read it yet, but uh, it also has a story by. Aforementioned Will Wheaton. And um, I also today, or yesterday, I guess, I'm finishing another audiobook. So that's why I haven't started listening to it. But um, I have a new audiobook for Star Trek um, in my library waiting for me from Picard, which is called Second
1: Self by Una Oh, Ma- yes. Una yes, about
0: this. Yeah. So that is waiting for me to listen to. I hope that that's good um so i do have some star trek stuff but yeah for the most part i have you know and actually we talked a little bit about this last week i i have not gone back to watching more game of thrones in fact i'm a week behind on the house of dragon or house of the the dragon and yeah we never say it right house of the dragon yeah you know um i don't say right you're correct um And uh, I I haven't continued my Game of Thrones rewatch. Instead, I've been going to space and watching The Expanse, which I am now halfway through Season 3. And I remember kind of why I was texting with you earlier. I kind of remember why I lost a little bit of interest in The Expanse. Uh, Midway through Season 3, it just Mm -hmm. totally shifts. Like, it does one of those, like, oh my gosh, we got to wrap up, like, almost almost as if we're going to be canceled and so we need to wrap it up mm. and so they wrapped up the Mars Earth war and Aaron Wright was you know under arrest and right yeah all of that and yeah. um and then the next episode we're jumping ahead months and months ahead um around this uh you know this uh racer guy He's kind of the backbone of this. Oh, yeah, story. I remember. Yeah, um, yeah. He's zooming around, you know, doing he's in he's in something like the Razorback, um, you know, a, a one seater. Uh, vessel that, you know, is trying to break speed records and do crazy shit. And right. It's sort right. of like streaming on Twitch or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's around that. And then, um, you know, every, you know, suddenly Avasarala is back on earth and taking over because the, you know, the general, the, not the general, but the general secretary or whatever secretary general, uh, has mm-hmm. stepped down rightfully. So, I mean, he was, he was, you know, a pawn and, a and a weak leader and, um, Aaron Wright's arrested, obviously. But right. then then so then we're we're doing this documentary, which I hate when TV shows do this. Oh my god. I really do. I hate it. And um and Naomi. oh, well, you don't gone. like the reporter. I don't right? like the reporter. Yeah. I think that's also why I didn't, you know, this is these are, you know, multiple reasons why I like fell out of love with the expanse because the first two and a half seasons were so freaking good. And then we shift gears, and it's almost like a whole new... And I don't remember back in the day what happened. Maybe a new showrunner came in. I don't know. New writing team. I don't know. But suddenly the crew's dispersed. Or Naomi's gone away. And so is Bobby. And it's just
1: not as it's season not as three the one with the planet? with on the planet? No, that's season four, I want to say. Oh, that's season four? Really? Because the ring...
0: So at the end of season two, the ring forms... And right. oh no, so, sorry, that just happened. Sorry, that happened at the like the midpoint of season three.
1: Uh, yes, that yes, was yes, part yes. of the whole conclusion the Venus of thing? The, the
0: Venus thing. Came out of Venus and then made this made the ring, and um, that was the end of like the second the first half of season three. So that's also what happened. And now,
1: oh yeah, that was intense. Now was vessels
0: are investigating it, including the speech writer who was in. The first half of season one or uh, the first half of the, of the season she's now on a yes, shift juliet from lost yes yes juliet from lost and yes. so i don't remember her name yeah what's her so, name, I, what's her name? I, I don't know um <sighs> i don't know so yeah so it's just it's just became a little oh, be- initial oh that see look at you and in the internet um yeah. Yeah, so it's just become a, so I'm already kind of, like, I watched the one, the, like, intro to the second half of the season episode, and I'm like, ugh, ugh. And also we meet Julie Mao's sister, right? The one with superpowers. That's... Yes,
1: yeah. so that's the second half of season three.
0: And this also yes. brings up a good point, because when I got back into it, when we started, you and I started talking about it, which was probably season five, I think. We both watched yeah. season five and loved it. Um, but all these characters started coming back in and I couldn't remember them. And this is probably why, because I oh. pretty much assumed that the the show ended midway through season three and forgot about all these characters who were introduced.
1: The end of season three is also very intense, though,
0: as usual. OK, yeah. Well, I haven't gotten there yet. I don't remember. But this is the point where things got fuzzy. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, yeah. this is not the expanse podcast although it could be because we both love do love this show but we
1: talked about doing like an expanse oh yeah like, special
0: episode. episode yes we yeah. did um it's a,
1: good, it's a really good show it really one of the is. best sci-fi shows in the last 20 years yes
0: i would agree yes i yeah. mean like we've talked about and this throws it into the category with for all mankind too is that it really shows what space would be
1: like correct
0: you know, it 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 obeys the the laws of physics. It, have, uh, you know, it does all of those things that make it real. It shows how deadly space can be. I mean, the first episode of The Expanse basically says, you know, talks about the belt and it says, you know, the two most important resources in
1: the universe are air and water. Air and water, yeah. Uh, and it's just like, and you know, not to rehash old conversations, but it's also just in the context of these really complex characters that are just really well fleshed out. Like it's yes. just, you know, yep. it's all about the character development for me.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. In, you know, along with the mythology of the, of the universe that they live in. You know, Right.
0: Yeah. They're complex um, characters. So, they're not, they're, they're three dimensional characters. Yes. Yeah,
1: very, um, very complex, very, um, very much faulty law yeah. baggage. Yeah. You know. yeah, human. They're you know, they they
0: portray us, you know, they portray us as human. Or they portray the characters as like us, human and right. have, you know, make mistakes and you know do stupid things. So Yeah. Yeah. Great so, show. Great show. Great show.
1: Yes. Um. I mean,
0: so yeah, and I still have not started Lord of the Rings uh yet.
1: Yeah, it's all right. I'm watching both Lord of the Rings and House of the Dragon, and I I I think that Lord of the Rings is fine. It's beautiful. It's really nice to look at. You haven't watched any of it? No, I haven't. No. Um yeah, I know it's worth watching because Amazon spent like a billion dollars on it. So the yeah, money. Yeah. I mean I I you know the money is like visible. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm sure. It's a little I'm,
1: expensive. It's a little expensive. It yeah, expensive. I mean,
0: well, you know, Peter Jackson spent billions on the Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Hobbit trilogy. So,
1: you know. Yeah, it's just for like a TV show. For a show. TV show, yes, of course. Like, yeah. you know, nowadays, like a two 300000000 million movie is like not unheard of. Right, right, yeah. And each of the Lord of the Rings movies was around that. So altogether it was around like a billion. Three movies, you know? Yeah, Um, exactly. versus, one, versus one season of TV. It's very different. Yes. Um, um, but, yeah, it's okay. I mean, I'm not going to say too much about it because you're probably going to watch it at some point. Yeah. I know yeah. that, yeah. you know, you have a sci-fi itch that you need to scratch at the moment.
0: I did, correct.
1: But, yeah, it is good. It's good. I do think House of Dragon is better. Because I think that the thing about Tolkien is that the characters are, a lot of the characters are not too complex. Even if you think about Lord of the Rings, the characters, other than I think Frodo and Sam and their relationship and, you know, how their relationship develops because of Frodo's journey. Um, that, that, that's a little more complicated. But a lot of the other characters we think about it, like Legolas and like Gimli and Gandalf, Aragorn, they're not very complex. Actually, characters. I was going
0: to say Aragorn, I feel has has a complex, is more complex because... He's
1: a little bit more complex, but he's not like, oh my God, he's not, you know, he's, he's definitely, in my mind, it's other than the love affair between him and what Erwin is that her name?
0: Yes. Um, yep.
1: you know, like it's not and he has baggage because he has this duty to become king or whatever. Right. That
0: yeah. Know. That's and that's sort okay. of what I meant by complex. Like he has he has the pull of history that you know is sort of forcing him to be, you know, more than he is. Uh, but also, yes, he has he's in love with an elf
1: um but it's also like kind of like the hero's. it's a hero's journey tale you know it's it's not exactly at the end of the day they're not like i would say any of the characters on the expanse are much more complex than any of the characters oh yeah sure 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 yeah yeah you know like it's not not like the lord of the rings characters don't have faults but they're nowhere near they have nowhere near as much depth as um you know something like the expanse and i think that that's carries over into the rings of power. Sure. Where a lot of the characters are tropey somewhat. Mm-hmm. And you, you think that, oh, you, you see a little bit more opportunity for more beneath the surface, but we're not getting that. Yeah. Meanwhile, house of the dragon, these characters are very complicated already. Yes. They are I agree. very conflicted. You can tell even by like these really subtle performances, like mm-hmm. for example, we would talk about, um, Al you know, Al Allison, Alison Hightower? What's her name? Oh, Alison, yeah. Alison Hightower, Alice- yeah. Alicent, Alison. Oh, sorry. Alicent, yes. Alison. You know, she's very complicated. It's like she's being manipulated, but she you can also tell that she's very conflicted and you and know she like, And she has
0: her, you know, she manipulates as well, you know.
1: Sure, but yeah. then she also you can tell that she also does generally care as well. Like it's not it's not just one dimension. You know what I mean? Yes, um you It's not another. Of- um,
0: what's her name? Who um, was the, um, Joffrey's I
1: mother? I can't oh, remember. Cersei. Cersei. She's not a. Cersei, Cersei was a little bit. Yeah, Cersei was a little bit more of like villainous, but yeah. she. She even she has her layers too, but she's mostly just messed up. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a thing. Like they're both very expensive shows, but one has this much more rich much more in the way of rich characters that um yeah I, I kind of like i'm liking uh oh my god house of the dragon more but we'll see we'll see where this billion yeah. dollar show gets us
0: yeah you know the other thing to think about too is that these two series were you know are based upon books and and things that are written in two completely different times you
1: know. Sure. But the thing about the Rings of Power, I will say, is that they're based upon just notes from Tolkien because they don't have the rights to the actual books. So oh, they can do almost really? whatever they want. Oh. It's actually very similar to the Rings of Power because uh, J.R. Martin, oh, my God, George R.R. Martin. I'm like I'm completing J.R. Tolkien with George R.R. Martin. Oh, my God. So George R. R. Martin kind of wrote like broad histories and they're kind of fleshing it out. The same thing with the Rings of Power. Tolkien wrote broad histories as well. And they can almost do whatever they want.
0: Mm. So
1: oh, they both actually have the opportunity to create more complexity than is actually... Um, because because they have so low to draw from, they can actually do a lot more with it.
0: Hmm, interesting.
1: So... Anyway, we'll see. We'll see. It's so early
0: for both shows. Yeah, I mean they've. Yeah, they're both are, are at episodes three or four at this point, yeah. and yeah. Wow. So yeah. So there's a lot of fantasy going on. So I needed some more sci-fi, and and next yes. week we've got Andor coming out with three episodes. Andor, yeah. Um, and, Santa, and Andor. which I'm I am not as excited as I was about Obi Wan, but um. I don't know. I guess, I, you know, it's, it's uh, I've been re- hearing a little bit more and
1: more about it. And so I, you well, know, obviously I will Andor watch it. The is that, you know, the in the, the issue that I have Obi-Wan is Obi-Wan had to kind of fit within very con- of confined mythology because there's yeah, so much around true. Obi-Wan already whereas Endor, yep. completely new character, they can do whatever they want Yeah. leading up to Rogue One, you know, so yeah. I feel that they have a lot of opportunity to create like new stories with that.
0: Yeah, I just hope that you know. And for me, Andor is not like that attractive of a central character. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I really did love Rogue One, to be honest. I really, I mean, it yes, is it is the yes. great Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say that I watched it because of Andor. I mean, he was almost you know over. He was definitely overshadowed sure. in the movie. Um, sure by all you know i would say almost the, the entire rest of the cast to be honest um but um so yeah so i'm not quite as enamored with him so i'm, I'm hoping that they're you know at least with obi-wan you you have some recognition with that character but also jedis are are much more jedis and the the you know sith are are much more fleshed out ideas and 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 that sort of thing, whereas this whole idea of political intrigue and rebellion and, you know, we get to see the Senate, I think we're going to see, you know, Mon mm-hmm. is a has a big part in this. Um, so this is a very different, and none of these characters are like, oh my gosh, you got to watch this because of X. You know, I think- Yeah,
1: this- I don't think I'm excited for that because of the character, but I feel there's more, there's going to be more like, intrigue like political intrigue maybe Mm, yeah um a little bit of espionage like things like that That yeah
0: i mean maybe maybe it'll come off as like the star wars version of the born trilogy or something you know or something you know i don't i don't really think it's a more of a bond like a james bond series but i am hoping it's you know something a little more Definitely more gritty. Yeah. Which, which, you know, uh, born Jason Bourne was. So, sure.
1: So, yeah. Um, and uh, the Handmaid's Tale comes back today. I'm excited for it. I know it's not your type of show. It is not. It's very dark <laughs> it's, and harrowing. It's, it's very dark. <laughs> <laughs> Even I have to admit, it's pretty. Uh, sometimes I watch it, I'm like, oh man, this is really hard to watch. Um, so, and I'm into dark shit. Yeah. So, I am excited. I am excited, though. I am very excited. And uh, I'm a big fan of Elizabeth Moss. I'm also a big fan of, what's her name, from Chuck?
0: <laughs> oh, I have no idea. <laughs> Wait, that's... you've never seen Chuck? No, I have, but I don't remember who's. started. But you know what I'm it. talking
1: about. Is it like Yvonne something, something? No, no idea. Um, she plays. Chuck. Chuck's love interest. You don't remember her? No, I don't.
0: I, I barely remember Zachary Levi playing Chuck. But other than that, Yvonne Strahovsky. Okay. Yeah. Still. Still not ringing a bell. But okay. Um, yeah. No. This this show has zero interest for me. It is. It is too dark and potentially realistic. That I it know. is. Oh, that's a problem. Um, <laughs> You know, it is disturbing. It's too close to real life. Yes, it is. And, you know, that's. Um, yeah, that's a but problem. It's so well for me. done. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, it's going into five seasons. I never thought, you know, this is the fifth season, correct?
1: Yeah, they're going to do one more season. OK, all right. And then there's going to be a spinoff. Oh, my word. <laughs> Well, I mean, so, you know, that's
0: that's the whole point of TV now. If you have a good show and you can develop your cast of characters in a way yeah. that there can be a spinoff, then more power to you. Um, you know, I wish that were the case back in Deep Space Nine's day, you know, to bring it back to Star oh, Trek yeah. for a little bit. I mean, talk about a series that builds out such a rich tapestry of characters mm-hmm. and potential, you know, avenues to go um that you know unfortunately that was not the time or the place for that kind of
1: well it's very different now we have streaming and now we can have a season of just six episodes you know like that's not possible that wasn't possible rather back in the day right
0: yeah yeah it's funny so do you remember that i and i honestly like I get these emails occasionally from a service I used to use that would allow me to, um, you know, get things that were not necessarily streaming readily. And is that vague enough, but yet specific enough? What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are um, you talking about?
0: Torrenting. Do you remember the days of torrenting? Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah, of course. The, you know, it's funny. Like I, 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 I do none of that anymore. Like it's all
1: so readily available. Yeah, I don't uh, torrent anymore. I used to. I'll be honest, but, but so did everyone. But now it's so like available. I just yeah, there's, and there's so much content that what why is there a need to torrent anything? I don't know. All right. No, you know. So I mean, but now we just share logins. That's yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Torrenting is that. torrenting has now become sharing logins, and yeah. now they're now the streaming companies are trying to figure out how to monetize that. Yeah, um, as That's well. That's like the modern
1: day version of torrenting. That's this true. Yeah, sharing. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Although I'm at, yeah, I imagine that there's a few shows that are probably out there that, you know, if there weren't so many shows, that I would probably be interested in watching, like some British shows that are, you know, I oh,
1: feel no, like there's British, definitely shit that's not available.
0: Yeah. 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 But, but there's
1: too much and I don't have the time. And, no, um, I don't, I don't have the yeah. time. Anymore. I don't even play video games anymore. It's really sad. Oh, wow. Yeah. There so are a couple of really games I want to play, but. Games. Honestly there's so much stuff to watch now I just like I don't even play games anymore.
0: Yeah. Well there's so much stuff to watch and we're we're now in a place in time where things are back to activity levels that are similar to pre-covid times, right? right. So um so life has kind of continued on uh differently but also similarly in the fact that there's so much going on in fact that's a great segue into the fact that New York Comic-Con is a, less than a month away. And, uh, we're going on Friday of Comic-Con, which I am, I have not been in years, so I'm super excited about it. But I just saw right before we recorded it, just saw that the next generation cast is going to be there for a reunion at Comic-Con. But of course they're coming on Saturday. So, uh, of course, and we, we are Friday not going to be there. Uh, I'm not going to be there. What's, so. Who's going to be there on Friday? What are we going to do? I don't know yet. I have not. I I got a couple emails this week from Comic Con about upcoming panels and things like that. For me, going to Comic Con is all about the dealers room so and and the artist's alley, like um, just the creative oh side my because. God. Because waiting in line and going to see, um, you know, and I maybe they've changed it up. I think you may even have to register to go to a panel now. I don't know. Um, literally, that's how long it's been since I've been to Comic-Con. It's been, you know, four four years, five years, maybe. I've never been. Right. So, this is an experience for you. Um, so, yeah. So, for me, Comic-Con was never specifically about the panels. I would usually when I had an all weekend pass, I would probably go to like a panel a day. And then the rest of the time was just wandering around. Um, Cause there's their floor is so huge. So right. Huge. You know, uh, yeah. um, and you can find, you know, if you spend the time, you can really, you can find like little gems of things and um, you know, but it's like, you're, you're literally like going into corners and finding stuff and, you know, it's just, it's, it's awesome. I'm I'm excited about it. Not that I need any more stuff, but I, you know, I,
1: I just I'm love not excited
0: for it, uh, you, but you're going anyway, you're coming. With I know paint. I'm going, uh,
1: there's no choice. There is not any choice. Yes. Your ticket no has choice. been purchased. I'm going, but it's going to be like just so many people that I'm not really looking forward to that.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't, you know, on Friday it'll probably be less than Saturday and Sunday, but yes. But also, like so many people get into, you know, cosplaying, and some of the some of the stuff that people do is so amazing. I'm not really interested. So, in that. well, okay, fine. You'll no. you'll be. I I you're selling being my companion for this day. I can I can feel it. It's gonna yes, be yes.
1: I'll I'll be there for you.
0: Okay. All right. Good. Basically. But anyway, so the next generation crew or the Star Trek universe is going to be there. I think um, some. Uh, I want to say some prodigy stuff is going to be happening. Um, But it's all, I guess it's all one panel. It's like the star Trek universe panel on, um, on Saturday. So um, yeah, so there's that happening, but that's really the only news since, uh, Since Star Trek Day, which was last week. Um, And we don't need to rehash that um,
1: junior high production. Um, Uh, I heard that for the people that were there in person, it was more enjoyable. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm I'm happy to hear that. Um, Yeah. That's good. So, you know, maybe we need to be there next year. (laughs) Yeah. Right. That's what that means. (laughs) I guess so.
0: Uh, So I can criticize it in person right oh my god uh, there
1: would be live commentary
0: yes lots of notes yeah we'll be like cranch we'll we'll uh we'll have notes lots of notes lots of notes um so yeah so not a lot happening since uh since last week's uh and i sent you this instagram post right about on instagram that said the enterprise is landing and it was an advert ad for um wrath of Khan figures
1: and other yeah i really don't understand the the conceit here like the enterprise is landing the starship is landing i i don't get it i don't understand what we're being told i don't get it yeah i don't either but you know yes the starship is
0: landed or is landing is uh you know they've got t-shirts and cups and posters and i'm like for what you know unclear. um but that was the first time where i saw like the starship being replaced with the enterprises landing anyway still still not clear about that this whole thing but yeah that's really all that's going on um right now and uh maybe we should talk about last week's episode of uh lower decks
1: yeah, let's do it. So, have you ever trained a science officer before? Absolutely not. No, I didn't know they did this. But Starfleet settled on a lovely manual, which I have been skimming. So you and I will be learning together. That wasn't that fun. <laughs> sure is. Now let's see here. Table of Contents, good start. Forward by Ambassador Spock. Hmm, not bad. Okay, Vulcan stuff, Vulcan stuff, Vulcan stuff. I tell you what, it would have been logical to find an editor. Just so
0: you know, I've been studying super hard. Microbiology, xenobiology, <laughs> astrobiology.
1: <laughs> there really are a lot of sciences
0: out there. Too many, if you ask me. Ah! It seems like proper amount, but uh, what I'm saying is is I think I'm
1: ready for the exam right now.
0: Oh, well, according to this, science officer training is less about tests and more about learning to be, ooh, the voice of science.
1: Cute. But maybe it's, like, also a test? Because C- I just really want to take a test. Tandy, does it matter how much you know if nobody's listening? Captains have big egos. You need to cut through that and speak for science.
0: So, Johnson. Jonathan- this week's episode is called "Mining the Mind's Minds, which is quite the tongue twister, to say the mm-hmm. least. Um, um, but what did you think of this episode?
1: Yeah, I liked it. It was it was good. Um, I thought that it was good. Like the last two episodes, I feel we haven't gotten much of. Rutherford and Tendi. So I'm glad that we got more of them in this episode. Tendy definitely had more to do. And Rutherford had his fantasy of layer Brahms, which is really funny. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Overall, I, I liked it. It was nice to spend a little more time with the lower deckers as a group. And we also got a little bit more time with some of the senior staff as well. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. I thought it was good. Yeah. That's I thought, all I have to say about it. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. yeah. It was good. It was, good. It was like, yeah. it It didn't blow my socks off. Um, but it wasn't bad either. It was good.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely was fun. Uh, some frustrating parts. It was kind of all over the place. Right. So that's, you know, in some senses, I you know I I do love like going around and you know seeing like how they split up the crew and how, you know what's happening in all the areas. But um, you know this week I I felt like there you know there's was a whole lot of build up for what was going on on the on the planet surface, uh, especially with Mariner thinking that the Carlsbad crew thought they were a bunch of goof offs. And right, right. it wasn't really till the towards the end of the episode where you kind of learn that, no, they actually really, the the Cerritos is talked about amongst the California class ships as being the coolest and, and doing right. the most. They're exciting.
1: like the Enterprise D of the California class.
0: Yes. 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 So, um, you know, that, that tension was good. There's a lot of tension in this episode, you know, there's, That's actually a really great way to describe this episode because there's a lot of tension between the two crews, Mm -hmm. uh, the lower deckers, and the captains. Like, just the way that Captain Mayer of the Carlsbad was, you know, pushing things back to Captain Freeman and you had no idea why he was doing this. It was just, you know, she's obviously the senior captain here because this guy looks like a young whippersnapper, like... He almost reminds me of uh, Vencom being, you know, like he must've been so rapidly promoted because he looks, uh, he looks about the age of our lower deckers really. So, but just to put like that kind of tension there, there was tension between. Yeah, I don't
1: remember. I mean, they both got very aggressive with each other. Yeah, they did. Captain Freeman was also where, you know, she, she, she was an innocent, uh, she was an innocent bystander. She definitely got up in his face.
0: Yes, for sure. But I think it was after the fact that like she tried to hand him something and, you know, he, you know, flat out refused. And then that's, I think it, it almost was like Captain Mayer was a representative, representative of uh, Mariner in some senses.
1: Well, are we supposed to, I mean, basically think that the sentiment of the calls by lower deckers extends to the upper crew as well. And Captain Mayer kind of has this resentment towards Captain Freeman.
0: Oh, maybe. Or, or maybe just like trying to be subservient
1: to them because they're so... Or cool. trying to overcompensate or something, maybe. Yeah, I maybe. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you want to see it as a reflection of the Lower Deckers, it's the same thing, right? Like yes. the by Lower Deckers were kind of being passive-aggressive and then the, the um, Cerritos Lower Deckers... Kind of interpret that a certain way, and they were aggressive back. So maybe it's the same deal here. Maybe, yeah. Maybe Captain Freeman also has insecurities, and Captain Mayor has insecurities, and they were kind of playing off each other in the same way.
0: Yeah, and 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 that tension also extends, you know, back to Tendi and Migliemo too. You know, like Uh, she was so, you know, she was she was tense about the whole thing, and then to have him as a first who he admits to being a first time mentor. He's never mentored any senior officers before uh, or senior officer candidates, or bridge officer candidates rather, you know, so, you know, Tendy's disappointment, but then also hoping, Oh, there was just a test to do all of this. And, and instead, although he, you know, Meg does really help her, you know, in a way that she eventually gets it right. She has to stand up and like, you know, get in the captains in this case, both captains faces and say that there's something going on here and about this rock.
1: Right. Right.
0: Um, So there's just all this, you know, this episode is just filled with a lot more tension than I guess other episodes have been like, there's some humor, but I think there's this, like, there's just this palpable tension in all areas of the, the show this week. And so, you know, I, it was good, but
1: I But know, there was some running and screaming, which is usually yes. entertaining.
0: Yes. Well, with the Snakeborg and the clown right and the Klingon clowns. Yes, yeah, so I was gonna say clown Klingons, but yes, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Clowns
1: uh clowns and then um And you, what was that? It was a callback to the animated series, I think yeah, like I don't the remember. Dragon any, or like, or something.
0: You know, yeah, I don't remember. Krakatoa or whatever it was is it? <laughs> no, I don't think that's the name of it. But yeah, there was a callback to that. We had the USS Hood as a callback, yes, yes. Um, which was great. Um, you know, Leah Brahms is obviously a callback as well, um, which is just kind of funny that you know that uh, Rutherford has a crush on Leah Brahms as well. That's very uh, young Jordy
1: like. Um, well, it's that's a big conceit of the show where they have these, they're really into like what the TNG crew were into, you know, like that's, yeah, that's very much, um, that's very much along the lines of what we're used to on this show. I think.
0: Yeah. You know, one thing I have to remind myself about this show is that, you know, as we're talking earlier about complex characters and like mm -hmm. things like that,
1: that this, this is a show that is not that. No, um, so. and I think that's why our conversations about Lower Decks usually doesn't last past twenty minutes because yeah, it, you, you can't dig too deep into these characters because honestly, it's it's a cartoon, right? And it's all done for for show, you know, it's for all show. Because for there are comedy, some, you know, you know, there are cartoons and animes out there that are very complicated and the characters are extremely deep, but yeah. this is not one of those. This is not
0: one of those. You're right, and and. I guess yeah that's that's the the challenge with watching this is that you know you kind of you're you're loving it because it's star trek but then you 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 also have to realize that uh it's not like the characters are going to grow week to week like these aren't you know they talk about like maybe being, a little bit but right.
1: honestly, yeah
0: yeah Brad uh what is it bold, bold boimler um I don't know if you I yeah, I'm not
1: sure that really carried
0: over from episode yeah, two. Episode yeah, um, so there's that, you know, and then Mariner. You know, yeah, so you just kind of, I think we just have to kind of get used to the fact that this this show is not going to go in depth to characters. We're not going to see huge leaps it's all done for for fun and um, and I guess I I need to re- remind myself of that, which is probably why I'm binging you know The Expanse right now because I need some like hardcore sci-fi like deep character-driven
1: stuff right now and um yeah yeah if I was to compare this to another cartoon I would probably say like The Simpsons or something where there are some character elements that are carrying over, but it's like the Simpsons, they're eternally the same at the same time, you know, they're not like Lisa and Bart are, they're both in like, I don't know what, fourth and fifth grade for like for 30 years, years, you know, like I, I was talking about last, was it our last podcast where I was like, yeah, like, you know, like, or maybe it was the first, the first episode where I was saying that, yeah, like, you know, like, I feel that these Lower Decks could grow and they get promoted, but at the same time, it could be that kind of show where they just stay static as well. And maybe there are some small evolutions in their characters and their personalities, but they are going to stay ensigns for like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're right. Yeah. And I,
0: that's a good, you know, reframing for for watching Lower Decks is that you're you're kind of watching an episode of the Simpsons or, you know, something that's, you know, just going to be the same week to week, just different crazy adventures. And yeah, you know, it's been a long time since I've watched like something like the Simpsons or family guy or things like that, where you, you kind of get into that mindset. Right. Cause we watch such a, such a great deal of like live action mm-hmm. and we, and we tend to, you know, dissect what's going on pretty deeply. Uh, and so it's hard to, you know, switch gears and watch for 10 weeks, watch a 30 minute or less um, cartoon that is just right. frivolous and funny. And
1: like, you know, prodigy is more complicated. There's a lot more character growth on that show and it's very consistent. And they remember stuff from like episodes before. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of callbacks. <laughs> yeah. This episode of callbacks too, actually, like because uh the the uh other the calls by lower deckers were talking about the escapades of the Cerritos. So there were there were some callbacks about like what they've done with the Pac and like yada yada yada. Yes,
0: yeah. 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 Um yeah, any other thoughts about this week's episode? I mean we have the Scrabble, which are, you know, I guess they're rock creatures, <laughs> I guess, or
1: silicone-based creatures. I think. And then uh, they're. Part- and then um, Ransom makes a funny reference when it comes to scientists and how they're always getting themselves into trouble or getting like they're on the frontier and then they're getting like lay like eggs laid in them or they're like, getting yeah. like, I don't know whatever like which is very very Star Trek that these like. These scientists are, like, always... They they always need saving or something. Right, yeah. And, you know, I haven't watched this
0: episode. I watched it today, earlier today. I haven't watched it since I first watched the, you know, the bulk of the season when we got the screener. And so I'm watching it. And when Stevens gets caught up in the mouth of the... Bo- of the... What, whatever, the flying dragon thing. Rakotoa. <laughs> um, you know, and becomes stone. And then he falls and his arms break off. I was like, oh my gosh, they killed Stevens. <laughs> so I totally, I, I, you know, I did not even uh, remember him surviving until obviously we see him at the end. And, and
1: yeah, I guess they were able to reverse the
0: issue. Yeah, I guess yeah. so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The pair.
0: Um Yes, apparently so, which did not seem like it was the case earlier in the episode. So, um, But again, this is not a show that's going to kill off any, you know, any characters, really. Um, Right. Right. So, you know, because killing off a character isn't funny. So, Um, yeah. Or
1: they come back, you know. Oh, yeah. Or like
0: Shax. Oh, that's right. So Shax was kind of an emotional loss, right? And then suddenly he's back. So I I guess they did. They did do that already. So Mm -hmm. they probably won't repeat that again. But who knows? who knows. So, yeah. So that's uh that's uh mining the mines mines.
1: Uh, yeah. This week's right. lower decks episode. Cool. All right, Mike, you want to talk a little bit of our sponsor? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Fan Sets is the premier sponsor of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network and Deep Space Pride. And you know, it's just shy of the middle of the month and I have no idea what's coming out tomorrow as of uh, the 15th of September, but I did receive my order this week of um, I've got the, uh, the command Delta for strange new worlds and it's really nice. Uh, I also got the Michael Burnham women of Trek uh, pin and I got this year's uh, poker pin, which is lower Dax Mariner playing poker. Do you need um, to start another pin board? Uh yes, I either need to start another pin board or um yes, something. I need to do something or rework yeah, the one no I, I have um yes, a I have a few um few that are not displayed at the moment. So yes, but anyway, head on over to fan That's because this weekend, if you're listening to this episode when it comes out on Friday there are probably going to be a couple of new releases uh, from fansets. Uh, so head over to fansets.com, put a bunch of pins in your cart. If you spend more than $30 in the U S you're going to get free shipping. And if you use the code TrekGeeks, all one word, you're going to get 10% off your order. And we want to thank fansets for being the premier sponsor of deep space pride and the
1: Trek geeks podcast network. Thanks, Vincent. All right. And we would love to hear from you. If you want to reach out to us, you can email us at despacepride at gmail.com, or you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram at Deep Space Pride. And we would love to hear from you. And maybe we will even respond to you. There we go. Yes. Yes, we will. We will respond. We yes, Michael um, respond. <laughs> Mike will
0: respond. Mike will respond. And next week we have a new, well, actually tomorrow we have a new episode of Lower Decks. Yes, you do. Um, and, you know, when I thought of that, I was like, and I felt the same way for, like, the Marvel shows that are going on right now. Like, they're kind of, like, not really appointment television for me anymore. Oh, I am watching She-Hulk. It's enjoyable. Oh, you did? Okay. I watched the yeah. first episode, and I have
1: not gone back to it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's not bad. It's not it's not musty TV for me. Right, yeah. But yeah. I do find it enjoyable when I do watch it. Okay.
0: All right. Well, it's still in my queue. Um, we did watch Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, I haven't watched it yet? So Recommend? Sure. Yeah. Sure. 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 I don't know how resounding that recommendation no, that
1: was, is. That was, yeah, that a very recommendation. Um,
0: it's enjoyable. There are there are some good parts to it. Yes. It's it's a very typical Thor movie. There, if you know. Um, Yes. I don't know that it has a ton of impact in the MCU. Although nowadays, I don't think that, you know, the MCU is like filled with a lot of impact. I don't know. Maybe, you know, in a, in a month or two, we have, I mean, they
1: announced like a zillion things at D23. <laughs> like oh, yes. uh, secret invasion. Yeah. What else? Yeah, oh, like the movies. I'm oh, sorry. Now I'm getting distracted by Disney stuff, but if we're talking about Marvel specifically. What was it? Oh, I have no idea. I did. I, I
0: you know, I didn't. Okay. I know, that, you know, there was. Yeah, there was a lot going on. I have not had time to really digest it. And um yeah, I, you know, it's not like. I mean, the next big thing coming out is Wakanda forever. So maybe right. maybe we'll even venture to the movie theater to see that. Um, yeah, because that um that's November, right? Yeah. November. I want to say November 11th um so this isn't that far away no it's it. not it's two months away wow wow although that's after we come back dennis and i come back from dominican republic so oh yeah um yes Fine. so looking forward to that but yes. Yeah, so there yeah there's a lot going on i think there was some more star wars stuff announced too or whatever but mm-hmm. anyway uh this is not an mcu podcast either no it is not podcast and we want to thank you all for listening to us let us know reach out on social or email and uh we'll see you here back here next week we hope cool
1: bye everyone bye